What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Come Get More Cast, episode 10. 10. Shit, we're on 10? Yay. All right, cool. We should have been on 10 like three weeks ago. Yeah, but we had to restructure. The thing was boring. We had to to do something. We had to change things up. And not only change things up for this show, but actually develop two other shows as well. Right. Better shows. I think shows that people are going to be really interested in. Yes. Want to tell them what your show is? Well, I actually have a separate video coming out, just kind of prefacing everybody as to what that's going to be. Um, but I guess just in summation, it's going to be a more like female-centric show based on um, like fashion and makeup and um, like food because I really love cooking. So um, yeah, I'm really really excited. I'll give you guys some more information, like I said, in a separate video coming up. So it's just female centric mainly. I mean, it's yeah, mainly female centric. But what if a guy likes I'm not to dresses? Excluding anybody who just want to make sure because you heard about that. I'm not excluding any males who love fashion and makeup and food. I mean, everybody loves food. I was gonna say like, <laughs> I, I I just don't want it to be a case like I forgot where the place was, but they were doing an all only female no no a female slash yeah Wonder Woman <laughs> yeah so you have to either have to be a female or identify as a female. That's fine. I'm like, I want to see a bunch of motherfuckers run up in there. Like, I didn't. You don't even know how far that's trickled down. Because, like, I heard about it just, like, very briefly. But then you see comment sections for completely unrelated things. Like, I can't remember what it was um, specifically. But it was, like, I don't know. Some food page that I follow was doing, like, a little Wonder Woman thing. And the very first comment on it was, is this for females only, too? And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be condescending, but, like... No, but you should... It, get like, over it. <laughs> it's like a girls' night out kind of thing. Like, get over yourself, sirs. <laughs> like, it, come on. It's a, it's really not that deep. Do you think it's deep? No, it's not nice. at all. But then again, I... You can't take my perspective, like, 100% seriously because I'm a female. So, of course, I'm like, yeah, like... I'm all for it. I will take mine. It's get over it. But if they did like an all male screening of like I don't know, like just Evil Dead or something. I don't know. Super male. Then you know I'd be I'd be one hundred percent fine with it because it's like you can literally go to any other theater, in, in on any other day and see it and be fine. It's like this was just its own little celebration, its own little party. I you know what. They even chose their words very wisely, saying, hey, if you identify as a female, we're not going to tell you you can't come in, you know? Right. I think it was just a way to to celebrate the good feminism, celebrate Wonder Woman finally making it to the big screen, and like a good version of Wonder Woman. Right. Not that Linda Carter was bad, but she's very much, that show is very much a product of its time. Right. Just like Batman 66, I do not like. Like, I don't hate it. I appreciate it. I don't, I'm not going to watch it. Right. Call it what it is. That's not my Batman. Sure. But speaking of, that's not my Batman. The one that is my Batman is Kevin Conroy. Yes. I've been playing the hell out of Injustice 2. I know. You've seen me. <laughs> Whipping that ass. And like, you know, I, I bought the game and I'm like, all right, I'm going to play as Poison Ivy. I'm going to play as Scarecrow. I'm going to play as, as everybody else. Play as Batman all the time. I can't help it. Oh, you played a little bit as Bane, and I've seen you play. I love Bane. I love Bane. As Harley, a little bit. But I'm playing as all the people I played as in the last game because I'm yeah. comfortable. I got to get out of that comfort zone. But yeah. what I'm trying to do is get everyone to level 20 first. Right. And for those of you who don't know, like you get your character from level one to 20, and 
you get different gear based on like what level you are um you'll even get gear while you're playing the game so let's say you you have like a level 10 batman and you get a level 20 gear well your your level 10 batman can't wear that gear until you get to level 20 so that's what i'm doing now i'm trying to get everybody to level 20 so as i get the gear i can use it right away and not have to mess around and all that good stuff but also there's that system where you can like spend your points or whatever which they're i as far as i've seen kind of you know rare to get so you want to spend them wisely but it looks like you can also bring your gear to your level yeah i mean like that yeah it's definitely a separate thing um what i was saying is I'm just trying to get everyone to a higher level so that when I do get that level 20 gear... You don't have to use them. I can use my level 20 gear. Yeah. But, yeah, let's just say you have a level 5 gear and the attributes that it gives your player or your fighter, you know, they're they're good, but you really like the look of it. Well, there's two things you can do. A, you can either do a regen, which brings that gear to whatever your current level is. And you got to use regen tokens, which they're not very hard to come by. You can actually just get them playing through multiverse mainly. And, you know, you'll even get them here and there while you're opening up, like, mother boxes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, mother boxes are loot crates, just a fancier term for them. Loot, loot boxes, excuse <laughs> me. Loot crates not sponsoring us yet. <laughs> um, so, anyways, so you can either do a regen to bring whatever that gear is to your current level. Or the other thing I really like is a transformation mm-hmm. where, say you have a you have a gear that's like really like really really good right but it looks stupid (laughs) like a lot of harley's stuff is really stupid looking okay but you're like well shit i'd like to play as harley with just like her blonde hair with the dye tips right well you can take that gear transform it using source crystals and you're that gear that has a really good attributes is now gonna look like harley's blonde hair with the tips that's cool i did that um I did that a couple of days ago. I was trying to show John how to do it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why isn't it working? I'm trying to get my Joker gear to look like the, the Joker with the shirt on. It's not working. I'm like, I don't know. Like, it should work. I don't understand. So I was like, hey, let me let me watch you. On PlayStation, you can watch your friends play. And I see him doing it. I'm like, it's not working. You don't have enough source crystals. Oh. <laughs> but we... He was, like, confusing the different currencies. Yeah, because like, yeah, there's, like, five there's like, of them down there. There's four, yeah. Okay. But it was it was really funny. John John's funny to watch sometimes. <laughs> um, hey, V, did it. You guys, you know, have been going at it pretty consistently. And I he's think a cheater. you guys have both kind of grown. John's a cheater. I want, oh. you, I want everyone to know this. Everybody interwebs. John, if you're listening, <laughs> you're a damn cheater. You know you're a cheater. Oh, it didn't feel like the gear was on. <laughs> <laughs> fuck stop. you john fuck you no, i love you john no john you're, you're very good at cheating anyway so no, i'm joking <laughs> well good i'm glad that you've been having fun with the game it yeah, was awesome. kind of a little bit of a, a rocky start there not sure if we were gonna get it but yeah, even just from watching kerfuffle. it looks it looks really fun i might try to go through the story but to be honest it looks really like hard <laughs> i wouldn't recommend that you try i mean you're you're really bad games fighting games (laughs) shut up Um, but also we bought ultra street fighter 2 the final challengers yeah and that game's cool i like it a lot i really like the reworked um the remixes to the theme songs i like the the udon which is like the comic company who does street fighter like their comic books i love their art style um played a little bit online won a little bit got my ass kicked a little bit but (laughs) I won my first fight as a Kuma. That's all, I'm, that's all I care about. 
But okay. evil, uh, evil Ryu is fun to play as. Violent Ken is fun to play as. Um, funny, like Cammy kicks ass in that game. Mm-hmm. Like that dude who's whipping me. Mm-hmm. I picked Cammy. He just like didn't know what to do. He's like, I, yeah. uh, but he was a really good player. Like I give him credit. So you game. said Chun Li looks like she's gonna be hard to use, or was that no? A it's not that she's hard to use. It's um, okay. So Chun goes back. Like in that game, mm-hmm. she was strictly like a charge character, mm-hmm. right? So you got to hold back one, two, three, forward attack to do like your Kikoken, which is like her little fireball. Um, you got to charge her spinning bird kick, obviously, like you normally would. Right. Um, the thing that gets me is like in Street Fighter Five, you can do. Um, are you mad because I keep hitting the microphone? <laughs> you keep hitting it. <laughs> you like that? No, stop it. Cause I'm gonna keep hitting the microphone. Look at what that does. It makes the viewers happy. You can tell. Look at they're jumping for joy. <laughs> Anyways, going back, ma'am, you just like fixated on. I see your eyes. You're just like getting ready to turn into a damn well, we d- demon. We don't advocate microphone abuse in this household. Okay? We don't. But if they're not crying foul, <laughs> is it abuse? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Continue. No, but um. Basically, I'm used to using lightning legs, which is her, <laughs> you know, just doing like forward, uh, quarter circle forward mm-hmm. kick. In this game, you got to tap, 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 you oh, know, like the old tough. school way. Yeah. I mean, you can do tap, tap, tap in the new game too. Yeah. But having that little shortcut's a lot better. Um, no, she's definitely not harder to use. Actually, I think she's probably will be easier. I mean, the mm-hmm. game is, it, the games go so fast, so you can really bust out some really good combos. Yeah, I noticed that it's like every hit is just like a massive chunk and you have that one short little life bar and it's like it really makes you appreciate not only how different each of the games are but how far just street fighter has come yeah street fighter it's an amazing series like this game street fighter to me is the like mother of all fighting games it Mm -hmm. really is because that game and don't get me wrong my favorite fighting game is mortal kombat 9 or mortal kombat 2011 uh the reboot if you will right right because the game itself was fantastic, um, and I'm not. Like, it's not my favorite fighting game because of specifically because of the fighters, the moves. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if if they could give Street Fighter the Mortal Kombat treatment in the sense of the story and all the unlockables and not charge you for everything, because mm-hmm. that's what like I, that's what Capcom does. They just charge you for everything. Like you want a costume, charge you for that. You know, fuck you, pay me. Oh, uh, you want you want a Kuma, fuck you, pay me. Like they're doing it again, probably with Marvel. Uh, was it Marvel Infinite? Hopefully, which I'll, I'll, versus Capcom. Which I'll talk about on, on a separate video. But it seemed like he's not... Like, okay, so there was like a leaked document. And it's a pretty reputable source who actually got a lot of things right. With like Ultron being in the game and stuff like that. Right. And it's, it's, I'm just not really happy with the list, <laughs> to say the least. But just, again, you guys will see my other video. Um... Akuma was on the list. I'm like, are they putting him behind a paywall again? Probably. Are you kidding me? Like, okay, so Street Fighter V, fuck you, pay me. You want to pay Akuma? Here you go. Give me that money. It's like, aside from Stan Lee, Capcom has taken the most money out of nerds for a (laughs) long time. Oh, you want this costume? Fuck you, pay me. Like, come on, man. Give me a break. I've been buying all your games, Capcom. Love me too. I love you. And then you know when it comes to the free stuff, we're we're still sitting around waiting, you know, for Resident Evil Seven. Chris, what is it? 
Redfield. No. God, what is it called? Not, not a hero. Not a hero, yeah. We haven't heard anything about that recently, I don't think. Oh, they don't care. It's free. They're like, oh, yeah, we're working on it. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be a while. <laughs> These gaijins think we're working on it. No, I remember that they they did put out something on their Facebook page or on Twitter that said that, you know, that they were taking their time for some reason. Or basically that it was delayed for some reason. Like it didn't come out the way they wanted it to. Yeah, so they were working on it, which is great. You know, it's a good way to keep your fans updated or whatever. But in the same token, it's like, right, I'm, say these I'm waiting. New games are coming <laughs> out. So it's like... It's okay, so that was my thing with um, remember DMC mm-hmm. where um, was it Virgil's Downfall? Yeah. I mean, it was it was free because we bought the game, I believe. Right. No, because we got it from GameStop, that's why it was free. Mm. It, we did like the pre order, so like that was free, it was cool, but it took them like so long to get it out. Where by the time it did come out, I know you played it, I loved it, but I had already moved on, so I never finished it. I know you never played it, and that's a shame, and especially, and now that we have the definitive edition. You yeah, we have it on Xbox, so I might it. actually just go in and buy it on PS4. Matter of fact, I think Capcom's having a sale right now mm-hmm. on PlayStation, on Xbox, on PC. Let me see what the price is. If it's like twelve ninety nine, I'll pick it up yeah, and I'll play it again. Yeah, because it's a shame. That, and even more so of a shame, because we've talked about this before, not knowing whether or not they're going to do another DMC game, which they perfectly set up in the Virgil's Downfall, which was so good and so promising. And it's just like, oh, like it's... Without getting into too spoilery territory, the game's super old. Just spoil it. <laughs> well, it basically, you know, promised almost this like massive war between like the human realm and the demon world, and it was just really, really interesting. And I'm so mad that we may never get another one of those games. Ninja Theory, please. That's you not have them. My it's money. Capcom. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You know, you got like it got such poor reaction because people were all. Oh, you know, Dante looks emo, blah, blah, blah. The dude looks emo in the original games with that hair. What are you talking about? <laughs> Why don't you guys play the game and uh, whatever. Can't get into that. But look, speaking of fighting games and all that good stuff, on this week's edition of Go Get It, all we have is a fighting game. Not much. There's really nothing coming out. And if we overlooked anything, I'm sorry. Um, again. We have like another smattering of those like Neo Geo games that are just like coming out in mass. I don't know. And I personally don't know anything about them because I, I think they were a little before my time, but um, they were coming out like while we were kids. So yeah, Neo like Geo, Neo Geo was like the other, like I mean they had arcade cabinets and whatnot, but the Neo Geo, Neo Geo Pocket, those were like the game, like their Game Boy kind of thing. Yeah. It was very uh, close, like what a Game Gear is. Mm-hmm. So you had a lot of those titles come out on that handheld device. So that's what a majority of these titles are, if not all of them. Okay. They're being very well received, from what I can tell. It's just that oh, they're know. classics. They were great, like in the arcades and everything. Excuse People me. loved them. Yeah, they were good. I mean, <laughs> and, and remember, like Neo Geo did a, like a bunch of fighting games too, like King yeah. of Fighters and all that. Most of them are fighting games, as far as I've seen. But um, yeah, there's like two or three of those coming out this week. But the big one is oh Tekken Seven. Yeah, buddy. which I'm super excited for. It comes out this Friday. Speaking of. So to give you, well, hey, Akuma's not locked behind a paywall. There you go. Thank you, Bandai Namco. <laughs> that's right. That's that's why Capcom has the vendetta against Akuma right now because you know they're using him. Tekken Seven. He's in the game, and I wonder if that's legit. It. I wonder if like they're backing up. Maybe part of the agreement that they signed with them is, hey, give us a little more reign over Akuma right now. Yeah. 
you know, maybe don't put them in Marvel so people buy our game. I don't know. <laughs> right. Um, I, I think two very different games, two very different player bases. So I, I don't really think that's a deal, but I mean, if it is, tell somebody. Right. I, you know, so just to give you all a, a brief synopsis of Tekken 7. The next chapter in the long-running fighting game series that boasts a highly technical fighting system, staggering move lists, and bears that are trained in hand-to-paw combat. With new fighters joining the roster in a robust online tournament mode, Tekken 7 is ready to challenge new and returning players alike. It's all come down to this. The warring members of the Mishima clan, Mishima clan, Mishima clan, come to blows one last time as their 20-year blood feud ends. Welcome to Tekken 7, launching on June 2nd. But no kangaroos. No, because the kangaroos don't have paws. <laughs> I mean, technically they do, though. What I mean, I don't know. They're so creepy. Have you seen that video of the kangaroo that's just like standing at somebody's glass, like scratching the glass? I don't think he's stalking them. I think he's just no, like, "What it's is just this?" So creepy, though. No, my favorite's like actually specifically the reason why uh, they're they're banned from this game is because, and they might come in as DLC. Mm. I think it's was it Joey Junior. Um, the reason he's banned is because. Of that fight that took place where the kangaroo grabbed the dog. Yeah. And was getting ready to like kill the dog or something. And the owner came in and just like snuffed him right in the face. It was hilarious. People just wildly yeah. underestimate how strong these things are. But that kangaroo was like so stunned by that. Just like, did this motherfucker just punch me? <laughs> like, what, <laughs> like, what right, happened? Right, I'm just going to go over here now. It's just like, alright, well, I, I, that ruined my day. Thank, thanks a lot, human. <laughs> thanks. Just trying to pet your dog. And this is his revenge because now he's ruined the lives of so many humans who wanted the funny thing is nobody's complained about him yeah. and um Kazurai just took him out just in case because there, right. like, there's so much social justice crap going around like that character Lucky Chloe mm-hmm. sorry if I say like a million times I'm gonna try to stop that but the character Lucky Chloe who was like this little kind of you know blonde fangirlish kind of character not really fangirl but like she wears like Paw gloves, like little cat paw gloves, little cat ears, and like boots. You'll, I'll show you. A picture. I thought that was no. no I'm sorry, is... I'm thinking of Capcom Felicia. <laughs> like the Felicia way you is described, a cat. The way you described her was just like on point. The little gloves and everything. No, I'll show you a picture right now. Right. So basically, there was a little bit of like back, like backfire, back what's the backlash, backlash on unlucky Chloe. And I remember Cads was like. All right, well, she just won't be included in the American version. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, it was ridiculous. Though. Like these people just complain about everything, and the worst part is they complain about things that they don't play or they don't read or they don't watch. Look, that's mm-hmm. that's her. Okay, I mean she's fully clothed. I don't. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't get it either. People are just <laughs> people are super Why weird. Why like that one? Out of all the fighting games, out of all the scantily clad no they try to complain about the bikinis like I said like again god damn we didn't get dead or alive what was it stateside right no we uh, we didn't get the we got the dead or alive fighter but we didn't get the beach volleyball yeah because again these people are crazy Mm -hmm. oh my god how dare you have sexuality in your games they're not crazy no they're insane there's some merit to it no what what merit in that same breath, then, they should be protesting Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> they but they have. don't. They have. I haven't seen it. Well, there's been a lot of 
controversy surrounding those movies traditional feminism great this new age let's kill all men feminism not great how dare they enjoy things (laughs) fuck off it's like it bleeds into comics and they don't even read the comics they hate the comic like oh like they want to change and have you seen these like things like like buzzfeed has put stuff up and stuff like that where they take modern superhero women and change their clothes to things that are a little more they like, better oh, suit. Yeah. I've seen, but they do. It's that, the like, most ridiculous shit. And I'm it's not, like I'm they're putting them in leather, it. heavy clothes. I'm not defending it, but they do that with like everything. Oh, it's There's, so dumb, like, though. The you know the Disney princesses dressed more practically or made to be with like a more normative. Um, Where they like body expand type. their waist and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's that's, like that's it's harmless. No, like it's harmless until it's not harmless. Like look at Marvel now. Nobody, well, I don't say nobody likes it, but they're losing sales left and right because they're under this like SJW kind of agenda where it's like men are bad kind of thing. And (laughs) they've made Captain Marvel this, like she's become the flagship character, which is fine. I always loved Carol Danvers. Because she was, well, never mind. She was uh, Miss Marvel. Now she's Captain Marvel. I was going to say Miss Marvel was successful was she not everyone loved miss marvel because miss marvel had a personality yeah she was fun to be around it's like hey i'm at a party it's miss marvel what's up miss marvel (laughs) and then she became captain marvel it's like oh shit captain marvel's here again (laughs) god she's gonna ruin my whole night you know it's just like that's the character she's become where carol's such a great character and like they just change these these heroes because these agendas like, remember I told you about that book, what was it, Black Panther and the Crew? Mm-hmm. And they had Storm walking around with, like, a dashiki. Looked nothing like Storm. She looked like an old lady. Yeah. Like, that's their agenda. That's the stuff that they're pulling. Where Storm, like, the thing with superheroes is they're larger-than-life characters. They're mm-hmm. bright. They're these insane personalities. Superhero men are buff and all that stuff. Superhero women, sure, they have big breasts, but they're fit and they're ready to fight. And it's... It's comic books. It's supposed to be yeah. fun. It's supposed to be lighthearted. It's not supposed to be taken super serious. Okay. And I feel like... But again, it goes to show because, look, they do all that stuff. They do all that complaining. They do all that barking. So Marvel changed things to kind of make them happy. And they're not buying the books. Go figure. I agree with you Black on... Black Panther and the crew got canceled after two issues. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, just from what you've told me about that book, I mean, that's awful. The thing about it is... is there's nothing wrong with these characters having that as a character trait, i.e., you know, being a justice warrior for, for race or for gender um, or sexuality, whatever. Um, but but when it's... When that's the entire makeup of their personality, and then it no longer becomes what it was supposed to be. It's like, if that is that what they're fighting for? Because that's not really ever what storm was fighting for you know do you see what i'm getting at no i totally get it and like <laughs> but but no and i agree with you on many levels but then in the same token comic books have always kind of had a political message they always have and this right now is politically what's hot so i mean in the same vain they're kind of doing what comic books have always done but dc can do all those things and not change your characters completely no i can i agree with you on so many different levels there's a way to go about it where it's effective this i feel like obviously sales being a reflection of that is just not very effective 
Yeah, I mean, look, the thing is this. I, I'm with you 100% when, you know, women's rights, you know, I have two sisters. I want them to grow up in a in a country, in a place where they feel safe, where they feel equal and they feel like they could be strong and all that stuff. Same tone, but in the same aspect, if they want to dress a certain way, let them dress a certain way. Yeah. If they want to act a certain way, let them act a certain way. Don't you this mindset where you have to uniform these characters and they have to be boring and and sour faced. Could you imagine like a boring sour face like Rogue? Because you know they'd attack Rogue right away. Mm-hmm. Her breasts are too big. Her hair is too long. Because they love that short haircut on all the designs. I don't understand it. <laughs> If you look at those like character transformations, yeah, look at ninety nine percent of them. They cut their hair short or they put it up in a bun. I've... It's ridiculous. It's All like right. <laughs> I know because they're like, oh, it's more practical to fight. It's it a is, comic but, book. So it's what? a comic book. <laughs> yeah, but it's a comic book. Exactly. You're gonna put them all in ponytails. That's practical to fight too. <laughs> Not really. Gives me something to grab. I don't know, but still, like that's what I'm saying. They're superheroes. Yeah. You're not going to come up on Black Canary and grab her. It's going to take a whole lot to grab Black Canary. Right. She's going to whip your ass. She's one of the best fighters in the DC universe. She's trained mm-hmm. with Wildcat. She's trained with Batman. She's trained all the young uh, characters. So there's, a, there's no practical Good haircut. luck. Hair is, is an appendage that somebody can grab. There's no practical haircut. You can grab Superman's <laughs> hair. I don't recommend you exactly. grab Superman's hair, but you can. <laughs> the only practical haircut is bald. So what do you Pretty much. You're going to... <laughs> it doesn't make sense. So it's just like let these I characters be um, larger than life. And that's not even on a political level. I just hate the argument of practicality, like that everything has to be more realistic. That was like the biggest argument of Nolan proponents is that these Batman movies are more gritty. They're more realistic. Okay, but that doesn't make them good. You know? Like, no, Batman, what was it? Batman Begins sucked. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> that movie sucks. It's boring. I don't know. It put me to sleep. It's so. boring. <laughs> The Dark Knight would not have been a good movie aside from Heath Ledger. Yeah. Like, that, Heath Ledger makes me watch that movie. Right. Dark Knight Rises is hilarious. It's one of the funniest <laughs> movies I've ever seen. And I don't know if it's intended to be a comedy, oh. but it is damn funny. I don't think so, but it was pretty funny. Bane was fantastic, just because <laughs> he was funny. I remember the shock of those like trailers coming out and then all of the different you know memes and everything and then when they put the movie out they're like well we fixed the voice and then we watched it after it had come out and it we literally had to put on the subtitles it was pretty bad but it was really funny (laughs) and it's such a shame because tom hardy is like you can tell he's like he's very posh so he can enunciate but that was just really bad (laughs) just a really strange choice hopefully you'll do better as venom hopefully <laughs> but aside from all that deviation yeah. um let's get into our video game news yes so first off before we get into like the you know our different stories and whatnot just um if you guys follow the fgc fighting game community there was the there was e-league on tbs um it was just basically a street fighter 5 tournament uh, PG Punk, Panda Global Punk, won that tournament, defeating uh, Phenom uh, with his Karen. Uh, Phenom was using Nikali. So Punk wins. He won the finals, won the $150,000 prize. Nice. Very first Street Fighter E-League champion. So I just want to give a shout-out to Punk. I think he played really well. I think this kid's on fire. Like He's yeah. just winning tournaments left and right. So I like him a lot. I think he's a, I think he's definitely a great player. Um, good personality. Good he's fun kid, to yeah. watch. Yeah. Making his mama happy. <laughs> so that's that's cool. Congrats, Punk. Just want to give exactly. him a, just give him a congrats. That's cool. Um, 
Moving on. Um, one thing that we touched on a little bit earlier in the podcast is the Xbox Game Pass. We kind of prefaced you on, you know, what that involved and had a little discussion about that. That whole thing is now live for gold members. Uh, it's $9.99 a month on both Xbox One and Xbox 360. Um, the games included, we got a big long list we're pulling up for you here. Um, but if you decide to purchase any of those games while they're on the Game Pass, you'll get a 20% discount. So we're pulling up that list of games now. It's pretty, pretty sizable. Pretty impressed for the um, initial loadout there, if you will. Yeah, it's a whole lot of games. A lot of games I wasn't... I didn't expect it to be as good as it was when I was looking at the list of games. Yeah. Sky, all right, Xbox. <laughs> I like it. I really, I really do like it. They I need think. it. <laughs> they do. But in the same token, they need to push PlayStation to do something similar because that yeah. PlayStation now shit sucks. Mm. It sucks. But okay, so if you have the Games Pass for the Xbox One, you can get. And I don't know if you guys know how this works. Basically, for a limited time, these games are available for you to play, kind of like a Netflix uh, thing. So you play the game, you actually download it to your console, so there's none of that pesky streaming, which may cause delays and <laughs> button presses and all that. Right. Um, so that's really great. And if you buy the game while it's under contract, so to speak, with the Games Pass, you, um, you can actually get the game for 20% off. So that's nice. pretty cool. So the games that they've rolled out with, um, I mean, it's... I'm not going to go through all of them because it's... It's quite a few, but I'll give you some um, some highlights here. Uh, we have Devil May Cry, the Definitive Edition. We have Halo 5 Guardians, Halo Spartan Assault. Uh, we got IDARB, which was actually really interesting. We played that pretty briefly. Yeah. Um, Mad Max, Max, The Curse of Brotherhood. You got Mega Man Legacy Collection, NBA 2K16. Play um, Mega Man, definitely. Resident Evil Zero, Saints Row 4, Reelected, uh, Sunset Overdrive, uh, WWE 2K16. Those are all on the Xbox One. And then for the Xbox 360, which are still going to be playable on the Xbox One, we got A Kingdom and A World of Keflings, uh, Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, Banjo-Tooie. <laughs> Uh, we got all the Bioshock, so 1, 2, and Infinite, Borderlands, Braid, um, got Double Dragon, Neon, Fable 3, uh, which, eh. Yeah, Fable 3 sucks. Gears of War, <laughs> Gears of War 2, Gears of War 3, and Gears of War Judgment. Don't um, play Judgment, let me just save you the time. <laughs> we got the OG 360 game cameo, which was a lot of fun. Uh, Perfect Dark Zero... Soul Calibur, Soul Calibur 2 HD, Spelunky, just had to throw that in there. <laughs> and then we got the two uh, Viva Pinata games. So lots and lots. I mean, there's many more that I didn't go over. This is a big, long list. But yeah, really good offerings for that right out of the gate. Again, I'm really impressed with it. I really do like the Games Pass. I think it's a cool idea. I think there's a lot of games on there where, look, for $9.99 a month, even if you play like two of even if you play really play one of those games, you're pretty much getting your money's worth. But the fact that you can play like all of them, I think it's really spectacular. Yeah, that's great. You know, and PlayStation does have the PS now where you you can either pay for each individual game to rent it for a certain amount of time, 
or I think it's like twenty four ninety nine, I believe, mm-hmm. a month you can stream any of them. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly. I'd have to look over. I just over. wonder what that does for like hard drive space. Well, for the PlayStation? Yeah, no, oh, PlayStation. for the Xbox. I mean, it's just like like if you have to download them all. Not all of them. You just play. You just download what you want to play. Well, I know, but even then, with with them all being accessible like that for the nine ninety nine a month, I mean, it just depends on how large they are. Hopefully, they would have like somehow compacted them down a little bit so that you can fit more on there, or else they're going to be doing good hard drive business. <laughs> I mean, I think anybody who has an Xbox One or something should have more hard drive space i mean you get an external hard drive like get a one terabyte and you'll be fine yeah i play with a two terabyte i'm fine so yeah so there's that again i really hope this does push playstation to really ramp it up and make it better because nobody's really happy with the playstation now Mm -hmm. there's a lot of games i want to play on there like i do want to play infamous all the infamous games i just don't want to like rent them like that i don't or or stream them i want to i want the game no i understand so there's that there. Um, also, Nintendo. I'd love Nintendo to do something like that. Imagine right. having a complete like Nintendo original library, a Super NES library, and a 64 GameCube. My God, it'd be amazing. And there's no excuse now, especially that the classic is completely out of production. You know, there's no competing system there for them. So. Man, Nintendo, let it rock, man. You guys can make all this money, nine ninety nine right. a month, all your games. But then they can't give out like with their service. Mm-hmm. You know how they want to do like one game a month with that service? Mm-hmm. So they won't be able to do that, unfortunately. Yeah. But there's that. Anyways, moving forward, Square Enix is ramping up development on Final Fantasy VII Remake. The company's official website lists openings for a level planner, battle planner, and multiple designer and artist roles. Yeah, they're bringing it all in-house. So, yeah, some of it's going to be in-house, some of it's going to be out-house, too. Mm, they said they're bringing it all in-house. Completely? Yeah. What did you read that? I, I, God, it was just like yesterday. No, don't worry. Don't look it up. Whatever. So, yeah, they're bringing it all the production in-house, which explains why they're hiring all these people. Which is awesome. Yes. But leaves the question, why wasn't this done years ago? Right. I don't understand this. Look, I have a love-hate relationship with this thing because I really want it. And when it comes out, I'm going to have it. <laughs> I'm not going to bullshit you. I don't want it to be episodic. Uh, no. It is episodic. Get over no, it. No, episodic is so stupid. I agree, but I also feel like I think I heard somewhere that the episodes are going to be so long that it's going to be like okay, it's going to kind of tide you over to the next one. I don't trust them. Huh? I don't trust them because they want to announce these games, you know, this and they want to announce Kingdom Hearts, but you don't have a battle planner, a level planner. You're hiring designers and artists? <laughs> What the fuck? Maybe Excuse for, me. For really late in the game, but their whole thing, their whole reasoning for doing it episodically is so that, according to them, they can bring it to you as soon as possible. Or just take an extra year and give me the whole thing. <laughs> I agree. Give I me agree. a collector's edition that has Cloud's motorcycle on yeah, it. Yeah, give cool. me something. Don't I, I don't I don't want episodic because you know what's gonna suck. You know what's gonna happen, right? Mm-hmm. You want me to tell you what's gonna happen? We're gonna download the episodes. It's going to be fantastic. And then when the game comes out on disc, I'm going to have to buy it again. Yeah. You realize that. Well, that's what they're counting on. I know, because they know I'm a fucking sucker. You and everybody Sucker for that game. I love Final Fantasy VII. Mm. You and every other Final Fantasy fan ever. There's a lot of people 
like who love Final Fantasy, who like oh Final Fantasy Seven's overrated and blah blah. It's because yeah, it's because your like, mother like, hates you. What four? And you suck. <laughs> no, it's the OGs. Yeah. The ones who play like the original, yeah. like Final Fantasy and stuff. It's just like shut up, shut up. If you don't <laughs> like Final Fantasy Seven, there's something wrong with you mentally, and I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> joking, not joking. Oh, Anyways. Wow. <laughs> All right. So speaking of delays and all that fun stuff uh looks like red dead redemption 2 has been delayed by rockstar games um they've moved it from a fall 2017 release to spring 2018 uh take two ceo strauss zelnick was asked on a conference call if the game would do better as a summer release versus as an end of the year release and uh zelnick responded that for a title like this i don't think that the launch window really matters um which is a really interesting take. Uh, looks like consumer. He also said consumers are consuming entertainment year round. Now they don't stop in the summer months, and we believe that if you give people an extraordinary experience, they will show up for it. I love so basically, that. if you build it, they will come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. I love it though. To me, that's that's perfect. Yeah, because it's 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 perfect in the sense where. I remember having years where we would have these summer droughts mm-hmm. where there would be nothing to play, nothing new to play. You'll have all your old stuff that you bought, you know, in the beginning of the year. Right. But just like, ah, uh, the summer drought months were just awful. Although I it remember, gave you time to catch up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember the converse of that, if you will, that was come Christmas when we're already spending all our money on presents for everybody. Then there's like, game after game after game after game and we were so poor for like two months because we had all the games and then of course we were doing Christmas and it was just insane and so yeah I'm really happy I like this mentality I hope that it kind of bleeds over into other companies because you're right like who wants that summer draw I feel like you know parents are looking for something to give their kids to do over the summer when they're home from school and stuff so that seems like a really good time at least in my mind, in theory, to capitalize on these releases. Absolutely. We have summer blockbusters, movies, you know, why not have summer video block- games? Right. It's perfect. It's right there for the taking. Look at what Sony's done. Mm-hmm. Releasing Uncharted in those time slots. Right. Releasing many games in and those time no slots. <laughs> that, exactly. Not that, not that those games weren't great. But why do you want to release games when Call of Duty is coming out right. and... Those are big games. Like, people may hate on Call of Duty all they want. They sell millions and millions of copies. Call it what it is. Somebody's playing them. (laughs) But also what really made me happy was when he said, you know, give people an extraordinary experience, they will show up for it. Right. Like, that's, yes. That's what I'm saying. Stop locking Akuma behind paywalls. (laughs) Kidding. That's it. No, but stop. Give people good experiences. You're absolutely right they'll be that's what that's what Rockstar's shown every year like every time they yeah. release a Grand Theft Auto even Max Payne 3 was fantastic um obviously Red Dead Redemption oh my god people love that game <laughs> I'm mad I never really got to play it like I played it I a little bit I remember when you did play it the the like horse and carriage glitch the the horse like flying everywhere it was so funny oh it was hysterical <laughs> I I do have the game physically so I could probably just put it into the Xbox and play it which I'm thinking about doing but yes I absolutely agree you know Red Dead 2 is a game I definitely will play because it's a rock star game why wouldn't I play that so 
Yes. Rockstar uh, has kind of been known as been synonymous with quality. I mean, look, so. look at Grand Theft Auto Five. That game is still selling. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's always like on the top ten list of like sales for the year, or yeah. for the week, for the month, whatever. It's insane. I love it. <laughs> so hopefully that bleeds over. And I really like. I would love other um, developers and publishers to have that mindset. Exactly. You know. Also, too, like I don't mind if, say, they make a game. Hmm. Instead of ripping things out of a game so they can release it as DLC for an extra, you know, extra amount. Yeah. And they can wait for it and all that stuff. If they feel like they need to charge $80 for a game because they're like, this game is fantastic and it has all this stuff, you're probably going to end up spending that money anyway. Charge I it. wildly disagree with you. I didn't ask you. So anyways. Because <laughs> I'm not a huge consumer of DLC anyway because I feel like, especially for like single player games where once you've played the story it's like I feel like it doesn't really matter what you throw at me it's mm. not going to enrich the experience because there was already that closure so I I disagree with you there but I mean the good thing is we've been like the amount that we spend on video games a year it's it's definitely the games are at the lowest they've been mm. ever yeah what do you mean like lowest the amount cost? of money yeah no no no. Okay. I believe they're at an all-time high and they're only going up. Those things are $65 a piece. Plus, they're already pushing the season pass when you're pre-ordering the game. That's another 25 30 bucks per game. Yeah, but like you Let's said. Let's say you actually buy that. That's You're already 90, $95 out of the gate for the basic edition of the game. For what really... Honestly, in theory, you should have just gotten because they made all of this stuff to intent to be put into the game. So, no. 90 95 even $100 a game. And then you have your special editions, your ultimate editions, your whatever editions. You obviously and don't remember. You have season okay. twos and threes and fours of the season passes. Games are extremely expensive. Wrong. Have you, do you remember games on the Nintendo 64? How much they used to retail for? No, I skipped the 64. I had a PlayStation. Oh, you're cool. Yeah. Even like Super Nintendo games used to retail really high mm-hmm. on Nintendo games in general. <laughs> uh, because they, they could at that point. Until. <laughs> Sorry. Want to turn that alarm off? Unprofessional? <laughs> until, um, until we got to a point where there was competition. And they pretty much settled at $50, at $60. Mm-hmm. Those games used to retail pretty high. I'll show you some some catalogs. Like if we can find like some Sears catalogs and stuff like that. But some Toys R Us catalogs and all that. I'll show you. That was also when games, especially big anticipated games, were kind of few and far between. I mean, most games, most franchises almost are expected these days to be like a yearly title. Yeah. So, I mean, but back then, it might be a couple years. Or it might be one year you get a bunch of stuff, and the next year you don't get anything. I mean, it used to be, like, I'd buy a game, and I'd play that same game for, like, ever. (laughs) Yes. Because that was, there wasn't that much out. And it's like, there just wasn't this rapid spread of information. So even if a game was good, if you didn't hear about it, you didn't get it. You know, like, it sat there on the shelves. So, yeah. No, I'm with you too, because like in the sense where, if all games were digital, if everybody bought digital and didn't buy physical, 
I think games would get cheaper too. Absolutely. So they I would mean, have to. You know, and also because, and I, I feel like games would get cheaper because that way, publishers, developers, they're getting all the money. Mm-hmm. There's no way to buy these games at a GameStop used right. or. So I feel like there could be that balance. Although I feel like GameStop has a place for older titles and all that. It's it's a really convoluted discussion. Like it's a discussion. Gaming, no, I mean it's. Game... I don't. I'm sorry. I honestly don't feel like it's that high right now. I don't. I, I see where you're coming from, but I. I you're don't know. coming. It's you. You know, you gotta check your privilege because <laughs> you're coming from a place where you can afford it. Whereas I know even just. Uh, goofy little facebook poll you did not too long ago the overlying or the you know the majority of people who you asked why they weren't getting into gaming or why they got out of gaming the cost was the coefficient there you know like it was or the not coefficient geez. yeah i was like the denominator I was like, oh my god she's making <laughs> i'm me... getting my math terms messed up here it's been a long time since i've had a high level math but um yeah they cost was the common denom- denominator. It was just, it's prohibitive, and we've been over that before. I um, just have to disagree with you there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying Fair I want enough. games to get up that high. I mean, I want games to be like, look at Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. Came out what last year, year before? Yeah, last year. Yeah, last year. So yeah, last year, that game came out at forty dollars, mm-hmm. and that game was fantastic. And delivered you an entire. You know, a full length, great experience. Yeah, it was a great game. I platinum that. I thought it was awesome. Twenty dollars, Deadly Premonition, full length, great experience. There is no excuse why there can't be a lower cost on these games. All right, maybe you prove me wrong. Yeah. Although I still don't believe there. I, I do believe games generally are the lowest they've been, but I know you're just looking at it from a generation previous where games are fifty dollars and all that stuff i mean i don't i don't know again let me show you some stuff you know when we finish this and then we can kind of i mean and there were i was i was almost gonna make the point that there used to be alternatives in the sense that like you could walk into a blockbuster and rent a game for a week Mm. but then i'm like okay well like there's still gamefly and stuff like that so there are definitely still game paths you know services like that that do the same thing but also, regardless of all that, bring the experience, bring a great game, your game will sell. That's it. Absolutely. Right? Agree on that? Speaking of Deadly Premonition, this is something that you didn't put down. It's a really, really goofy little game that came out years and years ago, but I had so much fun with it. Um, and they actually just um, like crowdsourced for a Deadly Premonition board game. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, no, I don't know. But it was it took off. Like they they posted the idea about it one day on Facebook, and then just based on the response that they got, they're like, okay, we're gonna do it. And then they put it up, and that thing like immediately made goal. So that might be something that we have to try out. <laughs> I'd be really disappointed. Is it like do we make the noises? Is there like a little noise There's maker? Better be a speaker in there. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that was just a funny little tidbit. But I think that about wraps up our video game news, huh? Yeah, anything else? No, I don't have anything else to add. We'll move on to entertainment. Alright, so you can take the first item there. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, we're a little bit behind now because we were supposed to record a couple days ago. But the Game of Thrones trailer 
like the full thing came out. We had the little teaser with the Night King with John in his eye there and you know all the all the teasing of the Great War, but now we had like the full on trailer. So it's been a couple days since I've seen it. I'm kind of a little rusty on what exactly we saw, but I think it opened up with like Cersei talking and uh, you know like they were the last Lannisters, right, the last like, Lannisters. They're like worth a damn or that something. Count. That yeah. count. <laughs> and so well, as soon as she said that, it goes over to Tyrion. You see him with his little uh, hand of the queen pin there. Um, you see the three dragons fly up. You see Daenerys. She's hit Westeros. She's hit land. Um, you see her sitting on what I assume is... Um, God, what? I'm like completely... Castle Rock. I don't think it is. I think it's Dragonstone. I just wanted to say something that sounded cool. <laughs> no, no, no. There is a scene in there where where um, they're storming Lannister. I'm thinking of the God. I just I can't think of words today. I'm King's so Landing? sorry, guys. No, cast. I think it's Casterly Rock. They're storming a Lannister holding, um, but I don't believe that it's it's obviously not King's Landing because I don't think that she has the forces to do that quite yet. But um. Definitely a lot of conflict, a lot of drama promised this time around. I'm so super excited. You see, like, Littlefinger talking to Sansa. Yeah, he's still being a snake. Yeah. I love it. He's one of my favorite characters um, and has been from the beginning. He's just so cunning and evil in his scheming. It's like, you don't even think about it, but, like, Littlefinger is the reason why everything is happening right now. Littlefinger is the reason why Ned Stark was killed and thus kind of created this whole chain of events. So, um, yeah, he's one of my favorite characters. But I say that also with hesitance because I also really, really love Sansa and I love Jon and I'm like, the fact that he's so close to them at this point is scary to me. But we'll see how that all plays out. Nonetheless, we got the trailer. I'm super excited. I'm like fangirling all over the place <laughs> what other trailers did we get recently i know there's been lots um we got the spider-man homecoming trailer i think this is the third and final trailer okay. which is i mean honestly i feel like it's showing a lot of the same yeah except they show like i don't know, like spider-man's pov so mm-hmm. when he's in the suit he has kind of like a yeah like um like a jarvis looking kind of yeah kind of like a good uh, digital interface which is yeah. interesting i wonder if that's his way to like control the eyes Mm-hmm. He can magnify things, like look at like, what's, like, what's the word? I'm like, like zoom in zoom on things, in, yeah. and so I think that's pretty interesting. I think, so I think everything's cool. Everything's awesome. I, I really can't wait for the movie. One one criticism I had was I kind of wish Tony never made him that suit. Yeah, I think what would have been a cool idea is what if Tony make like because it was Civil War, gave him the Iron Spider suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he took that suit away. You know, because you see in the trailer, right. he's like. Oh, if you are nothing without the suit, then you don't deserve it or something. And then you see him with his little makeshift suit. Yeah. Well. So I was thinking was, what if instead Tony had given him the Iron Spider suit? That's took like that my back. favorite suit of all time. That's so cool. And then Spider-Man, <laughs> and then Peter ended up making the Spider-Man outfit. Right. Which I thought would have been cooler. I don't know why they're giving Tony so much stuff. Ah. I don't get it either because I'm thinking in terms of like, okay, obviously they're relying on Iron Man to be like their like the face of the company, if you will. And so they've kind of inserted him into all of the different movies. Except for the Thor movies, but anyway. Um 
it's strange to me because I feel like the Iron Man movies in and of themselves just really weren't that good. But, yeah. I agree. Iron Man 1 was okay. 2 sucked. Horrible. <laughs> 3 was a good movie, except it kind of messed with the fan service completely. Mm-hmm. It's where people thought, hey, Ben Kingsley, what, he's the Mandarin? That's amazing. And they ended up being this, like, actor, and it's just like... I thought that was really interesting, but I'm not a fan, so I can see why... It sucks for people who really wanted the Mandarin. That sucks. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan either. I don't care. Guy Guy Pierce. Yeah, but no, he was... uh, He was the actual Mandarin. But he wasn't the Mandarin. I mean, yeah, not by... Mandarin was just like a a terrorist little bullshit propaganda. It sucks. I I really wanted more for that, but... I think that was just their way of kind of skirting the appropriation... The potential backlash from him being such a stereotypical character. But apparently there was something where, in the the DVD release, Mm -hmm. where the real Mandarin, who actually is Ben Kingsley, I'm weird, it's weird, Mm -hmm. he sees what's going on, he's like pissed off about it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if that'll ever come to fruition. Will they ever make a fourth Iron Man movie? there will be another Iron Man movie. I hope not. (laughs) God. I I know that sounds really bad. I just, they just weren't that interesting to me. Mm -hmm. I like him. Like, Tony Stark is a good character in moderation. <laughs> like, yeah, he's I good agree. In the Avengers movies, I like his little one-liners. He obviously has a very important role, and it would be stupid not to have him, but I just, eh, I don't know. I mean, to be fair, he's a, his character is the one that started it all Absolutely. for the Marvel Universe. So, yeah. not that, And I'm really not a, an Iron Man fan like that, so... I, I really don't like too. especially in the comics I hate him in the comics like <laughs> when I read Civil War oh my god I'm like just kill him Cap <laughs> kill him now <laughs> oh but one thing I want to say because we only had one game for the go get it mm-hmm. let's throw a little something a little uh, little curveball in there if you will mm-hmm. Wonder Woman this Friday same day as Tekken's release go see Wonder Woman I th- uh, it's been getting a lot of great reviews mm-hmm. they're saying this movie is probably the best this is the one yeah, this is the best DC Extended Universe it... movie. I feel like it's going to be a blend of these cool, like, you know, uh, like superhero movies mm-hmm. blended in with, like, Cap, you know? Like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't know say. where you're getting with Me this. neither. <laughs> you think it's going to be their... Obviously, it's going to be their version of Captain America and that it's, like, a period flick right. that... You know, but also an origin story. Um, but I'm really, really looking forward to it. I think that you were onto something when you said that Doctor Poison is not going to be her only villain. I'm it calling. Just makes you. I'm, sense that it's going to be Ares. I think it's Ares. I think Ares is in the movie. <laughs> they haven't said anything. People are keeping it really hush. Good, thank God. So we're going to be seeing it this <laughs> Sunday. Hopefully, hopefully Ares is in it. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I'm super excited. All right. Um, so with that. Let's go into Castlevania. So there's a Netflix anime on Castlevania. Uh, There's a... God damn. There's a Castlevania (laughs) anime debuting on Netflix July 7th. There you go. Woo! Woo. I can do sentences. (laughs) Words. They work. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I just watched the trailer. And um, that, again, is another thing I'm really hopeful for. It looks really fun. I honestly never really played the Castlevania games. They, again, were something that were kind of a little before my time. Um, Honestly, a lot of my experience with the Castlevania games is, like, the second one, Simon's Quest, mm-hmm. because a lot of the AVGN stuff. Because a lot it was of so hard, angry, right? Angry video game nerd. <laughs> yeah, But yeah. people love that game, and I, 
I played a little bit on emulators. Mm-hmm. They're good games. Yeah. And you got to remember, Castlevania is. You ever hear the term Metroidvania? Yeah. They're the, you know Metroid games, Castlevania games were these kind of games where they really broke the mold. These games mm-hmm. were fantastic. Where you would go on these quests, defeat these enemies, power up, get different items. You know, basically go to one side of the map, grab an item you might need to come back to the other side of the map to open the door to keep going to fight Something these bosses. That was kind of unheard of at the time. Pretty much everything was just side scrollers. And we we spawned this this term was coined uh, Metroidvania mm-hmm. because there's no other way to describe these kind of games. So now now when you tell somebody, hey, it's kind of like a Metroidvania, people know what that means. <laughs> it's fan- it's awesome. So I'm really excited for this. And the the trailer looks awesome. Yeah, it does. And it's supposed to be really brutal, really gruesome, uh, heavy on language and all that stuff. Hopefully no SJWs are mad about it. <laughs> so basically they're doing the games justice. Yeah, from what I understand. It's going cool. to be cool. We'll definitely watch it. Got that. Got Death Note coming. Netflix Man, when is, is Death just... Note coming? I've been I waiting for that. I thought it was in August. August 25th, I think it is. Maybe. Yeah, that's just a movie, right? I thought it was a show. No, it's a movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, which, oh, and the anime, Death Note anime is on Netflix currently, so you can yeah. watch the original. So we're kind of starting that. We've watched a couple episodes. We watched really one episode. so far. Oh, watch okay. two. Yeah. That's a really cool show. It is. It's funny. <laughs> I was listening to, after Chris Cornell passed, I was listening to Like a Stone, mm-hmm. and he has like this verse in there where he says, um, what does he say? A book full of death or something like that. And I'm like, oh, death note. <laughs> no, what did he say? Uh, I'm like, Do I'm, I need to... I'm like singing the song <laughs> in my head right now. It's like, I'll look up the lyrics for you here. But in the meantime, what else do we have going on? Like I was lost in a book of death or something like that. And it really <laughs> reminded me of that. I wonder if that had anything to do with uh, okay, with the show. Death. It's a, it should be in the first one. There you go. It says, in a room full of emptiness by a freeway, I confess I was lost in the pages of a book full, full of death. death. <laughs> Reading yeah. how you die. Oh, that's, well, oh, that man, sounds that's like the Bible. Song. <laughs> anyway. Probably, but it just kind of reminded me of Death Note. Like, it's cool. Well, so, we have something a little fun for you guys this week. Because... Um, we like to do comic stuff, and we do do a lot of comic stuff, especially when it comes to like video games and uh, different media really? and stuff like that. So we do a lot of comic stuff, but now we're doing like comic stuff. Yeah. So I want to give credit to Diversity and Comics, which is a YouTube channel. The guy is really cool. Um, he's a veteran, an Iraq veteran, mm-hmm. and he did his channel basically. First, it became first it was a channel like how. Um, SJWs kind of were like ruining Marvel Comics and all that. It was. But he changed it because he saw, I guess he kind of saw in a sense where he still does some content like that where if this, if something's really bad or Marvel's really being negatively affected by it, mm. he will call them out on it. But it's turned into diversity in comics because he's like, look, you can't make a, a, sh- a channel about negativity. You got to change things up a little bit. Right. And celebrate the diversity in comics as well so what he'll do is he'll compare comics from current day to 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 the past and all that and see how things have changed and all that so one thing he did on his channel really cool little i guess game if you will is 
he says, okay, well, an artist friend of his who's worked for Marvel, I think he said DC and all that too, basically showed him two covers and said, hey, based on these two covers, which one do you like the best? Which one which one would get your read? Who I think he went into a little more psychologically too. Like, who would you trust? Which one would you trust? Um, which, a really good video, not taking anything away from him, but it kind of got away from that, at least on our end, because we were watching it, and John posed the question to me, like, you know, which one would you buy? And I'm looking at them, and I, I have my definitive answer. He has his definitive answer. They're very different. So we're going to put pictures of each of these issues up so you can see them as we're having our little discussion here maybe engage with us and let us know what you think um but yeah if you want to kick it off yeah so the two books in question one is batman rebirth number 22 and what you have to do is you have to type in reverse flash because uh, there's two there's one with reverse flash on it and then there's one with batman's dad um, what was it Flashpoint Batman? Mm-hmm. So make sure you see the Flash one. I, mean, I guess you can look at the the Batman one too. Either way, same I mean, concept. It's pretty much the exact same picture. But we're gonna put the one up with Flash on it. Yeah. Reverse Flash, and then the other one is Marvel's Secret Empire number one. So, Amanda, which one do you pick? So I, if I knew nothing of either of the companies, I would go with the Batman Rebirth twenty two. That's interesting. Why? Well, this is coming purely from an art perspective. Um, it's to me, it's a lot cleaner. The art style. Uh, there's not a lot going on. You know what you're gonna get. You see the reverse flash. You know, you see the bodies there in the front. Um, you know it's a Batman book. So you kind of see this. You know who your antagonist is. You kind of know what you're gonna get. When I look at Secret Empire number one. It's just like a shit show. <laughs> like there's, there are so many different people, like kind of smacked onto this page, and then you have this weird, like menacing half Captain America, half Red Skull. Like there's just giant disembodied head floating around in the background, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know what I'm getting. I don't know if I'm getting another. Secret Wars, I don't know. (laughs) And then another point that Diversity in Comics made was you have like two focal points. You have the Captain America slash Red Skull, but then front and center taking up a lot of space, you have Spider-Man as well. So is it a Spider-Man comic? Is it a Captain America comic? Um, Obviously you have every other pretty much (laughs) Marvel Universe character there. Um, It's just it's just confusing. It's cluttered. It's sloppy. The artwork is great. If you took each and every character individually, it's really good quality work. So I'm not taking anything away from the artist. But to me, just conceptually, compositionally, it fails. And for that, I would not buy that comic book. I know that sounds really shallow. I am judging a book by its cover, but... That's what this whole game is. Yeah, absolutely. So, on the flip side, I think Secret Empire number one book looks a lot cooler. Now, when I say cooler, I don't mean the art's any better. Um, When I'm looking at Secret Empire number one, I see what you're saying with, like, composition and all that. 
But what I'm seeing is very different. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing a book that I know is going to have Spider-Man in it with Wolverine, old uh, old man Logan, with Rocket Raccoon, the new Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, Thor, Medusa, uh, Storm. Uh, I said Thor, and then Cap is in it. I, knowing what I know about the Cap story, like knowing what I know about Marvel now, I wouldn't buy that book at all. But <laughs> say I didn't know, someone's like, "Hey man, look." And I'm like, oh man, look at all these characters on here. They're going to be interacting. They're going to be teaming up. They're going to be fighting. I want this because, you know, Spider-Man and Wolverine are two of my favorite characters. So is Batman. So it's, that's that's a toss-up. who are they? I'm sorry. I don't mean to, like, butt in. But who are they fighting? Because they're facing Captain America. You. But is it looks as though you have a half-and-half half type situation. Like, if I were to just look at this cover... It looks like you have Captain America. It's almost like you have a Civil War thing going on. So you have Captain America, and based on the split, it looks like you have Jane Foster on his side. It looks like you have Old Man Logan on his side. Um, looks like you have Storm on his side. And then when you go the other way, it looks like you have Rocket, Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel. You have, um, God, I don't even know who that is in the, in the very, very background. Um, but it looks like you have a split situation here, and then it looks like Spider-Man is like the mediator <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to me that and it looks really old it looks classic like kind of from the like 70s no, no i feel you like I, I know what you're saying I, I i get what you're coming at but to me that doesn't make a fuck because to me it's i'm i don't know what the story is <laughs> so now again sam looking at this and i'm completely numb i don't know anything i'm like well why is is it is red skull having a, a team and Captain America having a team? Like, what's going on here? But regardless, I see all these characters, and it's exciting to me. It's different colors. It's different action poses. Do you know something's wrong? Something's happening? Look at... I mean, you're going to have a team, potentially, that has Spider-Man, Rocket Raccoon, and Wolverine on it. <laughs> I'm down with that. It just looks more exciting to me. But not according to the split. It remi- I'm not talking about this one. I'm just... I know what Marvel comic like, covers are, so... To me, this reminds me of a lot of my favorite comic covers like um, Secret Wars, the original Secret Wars, where you have a bunch of comic characters on there. Um, And I've always loved, like, I've always loved stories like that, even like old school, like, like Justice League covers, um, even the current, like, New 52 Justice League, the, well, not current, but the New 52 Mm -hmm. Justice League number one, it had all of them on it. That's exciting to me. I'm seeing all these different personalities that I know and love. I'm seeing all these colors. And you know what to expect with all these characters. You know how they're going to act. They know, You know how they're going to fight. And it's like, well, either they're going to team up or they're going to fight each other. That's what I'm looking at this cover. Either they're all going to team up or fight each other. And I'm never going to be upset picking up a book where Super, uh, excuse me, where Spider-Man fights Wolverine, if that's the case. Or if Captain America fights Spider-Man or whatever. If that's the case. If that's the case. But we don't know yet. look at the Batman cover... You don't know what to expect at all. Look, just looking at that cover, right? It's just Reverse Flash. And you see Barry Allen witnessing his mother's death. Right. That's all you see. So you're like, okay, well, what's Reverse Flash doing in a Batman book? And why is he reliving that past? Exactly. And that's the thing. So you know, straight up, we have Reverse Flash here. He's not a good guy. How is Batman, just Batman, going to figure out how to rectify this situation? Because it is a Batman book. Right. But to me, what this says is, oh, hey, here's Reverse Flash who killed Barry's mom, and there's Barry reacting to it. Are we getting a rehash of the same story? Why are we going to witness this again? Like, when you watch... In a Batman book. Okay, but when you watch Batman vs. Superman, 
and see Batman's parents die again. Like I think we've all seen I've Batman's parents peace die. To see Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Sorry. Cool. Don't be all nasty. I'm not being nasty. That's Negan. Come on. Now. We all love Negan, but don't be nasty. Anyways, <laughs> I'm I'm kidding. But look, what I'm saying is, do you need to see this again? So this is show, like when I look at this cover, mm-hmm. again, not knowing anybody, like now I know what's going on. But say I didn't know, I'm like, oh, well, okay, well, now Batman's going to get to see Barry's mother die like we did. Fantastic. <laughs> Where there, it's like, okay, I really don't know what's going on over there. You know, I'm like, there's all these Marvel heroes that I know and love. And it's, it's bright and it's fun. All that screams fun to me. Like, when you see Spider-Man swinging around, Spider-Man, like, when you go to Universal Studios and you go on that Spider-Man ride, it's just fun. It is fun. And it is fun. Right, and like that brings joy to me. Marvel has always found a way to bring joy to my heart. I know it sounds weird. Like it always, it kind of reminds me of being a kid. So it kind of brings this comfort to me. Where DC, I love DC more now as an adult because it's it's darker, it's a little more gruesome, and it does make me feel uncomfortable. Like one of my favorite, I said like so many times. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna get better. I really should. (laughs) You guys keep a tally. If you guys can tell me how many times. Anyways. One of the most disturbing images, and it wasn't even something you saw, but it was Batman number 13 of the New 52, mm-hmm. where, I believe it was 13, where Joker tells Gordon, like, I was under your bed. I was just going to mention that, if that, you didn't, yeah. That scared the shit out of me. Like, not like just psych- psychologically thinking about that, that disturbs me. Which is fine. Like, I want to be disturbed by the Joker. That's fantastic. But again, when I see that cover, it screams fun, it screams excitement. Think about it this way, too. And this is not pitting one game over the other. But when you think of injustice, you think of a good, solid fighter. That's very fundamental. It has, I mean, there's a lot of fun to it. But when you think of, like, Marvel versus Capcom, you think of all these, like, bright craziness going on. It's just like... God, sorry. Right. But you're bringing, you're bringing your... I'm bringing the emotion to it, because I don't know what either one of these stories are. So I'm bringing... I'm going to pick with my emotions. My fun, my happy emotion tells me to pick the Bright Spider-Man comic. Where if I want dark and gritty, I know DC's here. Let me pick this one where Barry's right. mother's dead. So you're being, you're bringing prior knowledge. I'm saying go. No, no, I'm not bringing prior knowledge. I'm bringing prior experiences to Marvel and DC. Prior knowledge. No, anyway. it's not. Prior. It's <laughs> come on. If I'm sorry, if you nobody in this world doesn't know that, like everyone knows the difference. You knew just by looking at this cover that that was Barry Allen and his mother. I, as a comic reader, even as seeing that happen in the show, I at first didn't know that that's who those people were. You, as a comic reader, know that. Now, the Secret Empire book, though, the point that you're making is, oh, it looks fun. Nothing about that cover looks fun. When you look at Spider-Man, his, you know, his brows, if you will, are down. He looks angry. Carol Danvers looks angry. Carol Danvers always looks angry in a shot. She's boring. <laughs> Logan always looks angry, but <laughs> Rocket is, you know, growling there. This is so menacing. There's nothing fun well, and bright and happy about this. The they colors all look- are. I yeah. look at the the big red border like that evokes that emotion. You know that I as know, an artist. I can't tell you that you it doesn't evoke your emotion. What I'm saying is, if I don't know anything about either one of these stories, I know, like, cause this is not this is. If Barry's... you don't know anything, you know. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> people... Look, all the information's out there. People can watch The Flash and see what happened. 
People can read the Flash, watch what happens. People go on Wikipedia. If you want to know, you'll know. Well, you'll probably know if you read this book. But I think... If you looked on the other cover where you see Flashpoint Batman, Mm -hmm. you see two dead people on the floor, which is... Are they Bruce's parents? Yeah. (laughs) So I think think it's Bruce and his mother because Flashpoint Batman is is, is, his father, so... All right. Well, I mean, regardless, regardless, you're you're getting more, I think, from the story immediately from the Batman cover as opposed to the Secret Empire, where it's just a clusterfuck and you don't know what's going on. I think and now I, think I can this tell you personal... off off hand with my knowledge of what's going on in both books. The Batman book is the book you want. Yeah. Hands down, one hundred percent. The Batman book is the one you want. Stay the <laughs> fuck away from Secret Empire. Because that book's going to suck. So, but just judging off pure emotion, just cover, not knowing the story, not knowing what I know, I would be more inclined to pick up a Spider-Man book. So I win? Is what you're no. Saying? What I'm saying is if... There's no winning because this is strictly preference. It's opinion, right. What I'm saying is if you want to... Now, going off, going with what I know, if you want a great story, go with the Batman book. 100%. Do not buy Secret Empire. Secret Empire sucks. Yeah. Don't buy it. Well, that's indicative from the cover. The beautiful, cover. If I had a poster with that, that'd be... I'd, that's I'd... horrible. I would not let you put that on the wall. Like, like, this is my office. Again, I hate I hate to even say that. I hate to tear apart an artist. And you know what? I'm an artist, so come at me if you want to. Ask me if I can do Steve better. Steve McNiven is can, one of the best artists but... in Marvel. I'm not like I said. I hate to tear it apart because indivi- individually, all of the elements are great. The art is there. The color is beautiful. The style is awesome. But it's just too much all in one. It doesn't matter. You can have a million great things. I love. I love chocolate and coconut and peanut butter and salmon. But you're not gonna put them in a smoothie and say that it's good. You know, <laughs> like don't knock it till you've tried it. <laughs> Please, that's a recipe that you're not gonna see on my show, by the way, or maybe you will just for this. <laughs> Call it the Secret Empire Shake. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, but no, it doesn't matter how good each of the elements are if they're all crammed together in a bad composition. I've always loved collages. I've always have. When the WWE games used to have collage like of their wrestlers on there, mm-hmm. I used to love that. And then when they dropped it down to just one wrestler on each of the covers, that's boring to so me. Look, you got one looking this way, the other looking that way. And Spider-Man's in the middle. Like, what do you want from me? Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> there's just, there's no, there's no composition there. Um, I again, definitively, I would buy the Batman Rebirth book. Just based off of the cover. You would buy Secret Empire, number one, just based off of the cover. But even you admitted, story-wise, my pick is better. So I think, I think, if we had to call a winner here, it would be me. I mean, you can take the W if you want. (laughs) What I'm saying is this. Secret Empire is about Hitler cap, Hydra cap. Yeah, yeah, Hydra. And it's just stupid. Where (laughs) this book, Batman 22, is about them finding a way to introduce the Watchmen into the DC universe. Which awesome. is better. Yeah. yeah. So I mean 
that's what it is. So that's all I'm going to say on it. I can say more, but I won't. I think I might start reading that. All right. All right. Well, let us know again what you guys think. Um, or if you want to call a winner, you know it's me, so I'd love the W. Let us. But know. do you guys really give the W to somebody who knows shit about comics, <laughs> or do you want to give it to but somebody? I made the superior who... pick, so it doesn't matter. You picked the cover. And that's like picking a hot guy with. Never mind, because he does have brains. <laughs> this book has brains. What I'm saying is, you just you picked it strictly off the cover. Not knowing anything about it, so don't feel too proud but of yourself. But the cover says a lot about it. What does it say? It says that this artist... You couldn't even tell me that was Barry and his mother. Okay, then what the hell do you know by looking at that cover? Yeah, shut up. I told you, I know, I know the reverse flash is the antagonist. He looks menacing. He looks like he's ready for a fight. It's a Batman book, so I know. And I'm interested just to see... How Batman can contend with somebody who can travel through time and alter time and shit. Like, that's... How can Batman, just this this lowly human, if you will, even try to contend with that? I mean, I know he has a plan, but... <laughs> you know it's Batman we're talking right, about, right? Right, but that's the Batman thing. has a contingency plan for the Flash. But that's the Reverse cool Flash thing. is pretty much just a Flash. That's the cool Although, thing. I don't know why they call him Reverse Flash. Like, why isn't he, like, really slow? He had to be really slow. But, okay. <laughs> but it's... That's what I want to find out. That's the interest there to me. Whereas Secret Wars, uh, Secret Empire, again, just kind of looks like Secret Wars. Civil War looks like one of the many giant epic events that Marvel has done in the past. And they just, I mean. So you're saying that off of past knowledge? No. Mm. <laughs> you mm. got me there. Touche. Mm. But nonetheless, like I said, clear, clear winner here. It's me. <laughs> Alright. Right? Take the W. This is fun. Yeah, I think we should do more stuff like this. I definitely, again, give credit to Diversity in Comics on YouTube. Yes. Check out his channel. I'll put a link in the description if, if I can, if I remember. Um, but yeah, check him out. Thank you for the idea, guy. Uh, guy. <laughs> I don't know his name. Thank you for the idea, guy. Thank you, guy. Thank you, friend. Alright. Well, that about wraps it up. Thank you guys so much for listening. We had a lot of fun this time, and we're really hoping that everything we have to bring you in the future is going to be just as much, if not more, fun. Yes, and you know, keep an eye out. Amanda's new, uh, I almost said channel, Amanda's new series coming up on this channel. My new series, which will be fighting game related, strictly fighting game related. Um, and that's it, so... Stay Super tuned. Excited. Stay with us. We told you guys we were, we were revamping things and making things better. This is the start of better. Unless you watch your show and you're like, oh, these guys suck. No, kidding. <laughs> or this is unironically the worst podcast I've ever listened to. Is this more what I want to listen to? I think not. <laughs> no, but, you know, hey, stay with us. Check us out. You know, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Whatever. All that good stuff. Thank you, guys. Bye. Peace.